Coming up on episode 56 of The Unscrewed Mind, The Unscrewed Mind goes off topic. We've got three stories that we rip directly from the internet that Rusty and I are going to spend a little bit of time talking about. Since we like to start with good news, our first story is about how optimism can lead to a longer, healthier life. We also touch on a perfume that smells like french fries, and we follow that up with a story about how your gut health may affect your attitude. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Mm-mm-mm. So Rusty, last week we we did something that I've wanted to do for a long time on this podcast. You finally, finally let us do it, where we talked about <laughs> some current events, some news stories. We were able to kind of uh, go in a different direction than what we normally talk about. And I called last week's episode <laughs> the big three. Yeah. And I'm not 100% sure that I like the title the big three. So I am I think each week I'm going to try on a new title until I finally come up with one that I think I like. So okay. this week. The big bonanza. Right. This week, the <laughs> unscrewed mind goes off mm-hmm. topic. Huh? Off topic. Ooh, I like that. I like that. I like that way better than the big three. I do too. I do too. It may off not topic. stick, but this week we go off topic. No, I think I'm keeping, that's perfect. I'm keeping the three stories the same, and we're going to yeah. start the way you should always start, Rusty, with some good news. Are you ready mm-hmm. for some good news? Um, I need it all the time, yes. <laughs> so I got this story from... My favorite spot to get good news, the goodnewsnetwork.org. And the title of this article is Optimistic Men Have a Better Shot at Less Stressful, Healthy Aging Finds a New Study. So this article goes on to say, Don't Worry, Be Happy is more than just a song lyric. A growing body of evidence supports an association between optimism and healthy aging. A new study has found that being more optimistic appears to promote emotional well-being by limiting by limiting how often older men experience stressful situations like arguments or affecting the way they interpret such stress. This study tests one possible explanation assessing if more optimistic people handle daily stress more constructively and therefore enjoy better emotional well-being. Uh, that's co- that's the author, Luina Lee, PhD in clinical psychology and an assistant professor of, psychi- of psychiatry at Boston University School of Medicine. So the researchers surveyed for over a decade the same 233 older men who had completed an optimism questionnaire. 14 mm-hmm. years later, they reported daily stressors along with positive and negative moods. On eight consecutive evenings, three times over an eight-year span. And the researchers found more optimistic men reported not only lower negative mood, but also more positive mood. They also reported having fewer stretcher stressors, which was unrelated to their positive mood, but explained their lower levels of negative mood. And here's the interesting part. An 11-year study completed in 2016 measured the optimism and pessimism of almost 2,500 men and women over 52 and found that those who died from coronary heart disease were more 
pessimistic than average. So, Rusty, the the study's been done. The jury is out. Optimism equals healthier, longer life. Is there? I mean, is there anything surprising there? It's good news, but is there anything surprising? I mean, not really. It seems like everything that we talk about on our spiritual journey is tied around the things that you just said. Uh, you know, the conspiracy, conspiracy side of me wants to say, who owns goodnews.com? Uh, who are the researchers who's paying them? You know, uh-huh. all that kind of stuff. But we won't, we well, won't dig that deep on this. I thought you were going to say the, con- the conspiracy theorist in you wants to say that everything you expose yourself to is there only to stress you out which makes right. you more likely to consume, more likely to get sick, more likely to need the drugs that they push on those same commercials, and then more likely to feel like you got the side effects to make you take more right. drugs, Rusty. Like, well, it's, it's like, are they, like, are these people, maybe they should have asked these people, are they watching television? Maybe that was, it, these people, those people just may have not watched television. But right. Maybe the real driving factor behind it. Yeah, control study put a thousand <laughs> put a thousand men in front of a television and a smartphone yeah. in both hands and let them do whatever they want. <laughs> put a thousand men in the woods, yeah, in nature with no access to anything other than what they experience on a daily basis. Right? Who lives longer? Who uh, has? Yeah. Who who's healthier at the end of whatever that time span is for that study? For sure. I mean, it's it's the, it's the guys in the woods. Period. I think that anybody, um, well, anybody that I know, going for a walk in nature or going on a nature tip trail, it just feels good. You know, you, mm-hmm. you feel great being out there, um, and you know, I don't feel that same feeling when I sit down in front of a screen. That's just not what I get. Yeah. Yep. So, and uh, I think there's obviously a reason for that. Obviously a reason. But, but my wife, uh, Lindsay, her favorite thing is, is I love to buy TVs. I don't watch TV at all, but I think, <laughs> I think that a TV looks great, right? Uh-huh. So, I mean, you know, on the wall, a nice big TV looks good. There's no question in that matter. It should right? be there. It should right. be there. It, it's like part of it's a programming that I think that it needs to be in a house. Like, yeah, you know, uh, I, I see people that have a, like, even though I don't watch TV, I see people that have a room and it, I, it doesn't have a TV in it. And I'm just like, what is this TV? What is, what, what is wrong with this room? It's just something not right because it doesn't have the TV. <laughs> you know? Yep. Yes, sir. Like I'm talking about, I want to finish my basement and I want like three or four TVs down there with zero plans to watch them. But, and you, you've said they're there in case people come over and they want to watch a game. Yes. You're not even like right. the game. Right. It's not even like yes. this sport. It's just like well, a game. I don't know. Yeah. Cricket. I mean, Football. if you're over, if you're over, and you want to watch the Notre uh, Notre Dame play, uh huh, yeah, I yeah, want you're you right. To have the best experience possible, dude. I want That's to walk from is. the top of the house to the very bottom, 
never and miss never a miss a play. play. <laughs> never miss a single play. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> you, can, you can carry your smartphone on that one. Yep. Nope. I don't want to carry my smartphone it's in my <laughs> pocket. All right. Yeah. Segment number two. It's another installment of Yo, that's crazy. Okay. This yo, one. That's crazy. Yo, that's crazy. Yo, that's crazy. Yo. This. Yo. This one comes from your favorite left-leaning radio station. This comes from NPR.org. But this is a very light story. It's from uh, actually just before uh, Valentine's Day. And the, the headline is, The French fry lover in your life may go head over peels for this perfume, Rusty. Mm. And it's called it's called Freets by Idaho. And the article asks, are you looking for a last minute Valentine's gift? The French fry lover in your life may go head over peels for this. A new perfume from the Idaho Potato Commission purports to give off the aroma of French fries in all their greasy, salty splendor. Whether you're at a drive through restaurant or dining in, it's near impossible to not grab a fry and take a bite before you dive into your meal. The smell is too good to resist, says Jamie Hyam, president and CEO of the Idaho Potato Commission. Dubbed Freets, the limited edition fragrance sold for $2 per two ounces. Um, yeah, fragrance captures one of the world's most irresistible scents and is made from distilled Idaho potatoes and essential oils. Mm. So it goes on to say that 90% of Americans find the smell of French fries irresistible. Rusty, how irresistible is the smell of French fries to you? If Lindsay uh, I mean, sprayed this on, yeah. who knows what the night would entail, or is this completely just, disgusting? I mean, I'm really feeling sick thinking about it, to be honest with you. Um, first off, I'm not – fries are okay to me, not my uh -huh. favorite thing. Um, the smell of fries on somebody makes me think of um, somebody that works in a fast food restaurant because right. I've uh, dated someone that worked in a fast food restaurant and – um, it is not a pleasant smell on, no, just no all the way. I have nothing <laughs> positive to say about this. The fact that somebody would pay for that, like uh, even me, like if I'm smoking something on the grill or grilling, like I feel like I need to take a shower after that because I don't want to smell like the food. Yes. So to think that. I want to spray the smell of food on me or someone else to spray the food. You know, some people might like it though. So I, you know, if you like it, good for you. I, no. So what are some other, this just came to my mind. Like, let's say Subway was like, we're going to make a cologne or a perfume that smells like bread. Like what, what, what should they call it? I want to say mm. like foot long by Subway. <laughs> Fools long. <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't even Man, have to buy the bottle. You just is, walk. You walk through their restaurant uh, for ten seconds. You smell like bread the rest of the day. Right. The right. rest of the day. 
Like when you go eat barbecue and you come out and you're just like, you smell like you've just rolled in it, you know, mm-hmm. like you, yeah. like you ran the smoker for an hour. Yeah. No, no, thank you all the way across the board. Yep. No, thank you. Lastly, I like a story about the science of wellness. This one comes from Fox News. And the title of this article is, Can Your Gut Health Influence Your Personality? I think this is, this is interesting. We all know uh, microbes in your gut, um, mm-hmm. you know, like healthy function of your body is that you got bacteria in there that breaks down the food. Um, takes out the um, the important pieces and helps you break down what you eat. This study, microbes in your gut, the article says, microbes in your gut may play a role in certain personality traits, according to a recent exploratory study out of Clarkson University. The authors of the study published in the journal Nutrient said the purpose of the study was to identify potential correlations between gut microbiota and a person's longstanding predisposition known as a trait to mental and physical energy and fatigue. It says here, although we're still learning about the gut-brain connection, based on these exploratory findings, we can see that there may be a connection between gut bacteria and trait level energy and fatigue. Uh, Bulani is an associate professor of physical therapy at Clarkson University, and uh, they published their findings to provide evidence that the four traits, mental energy, mental fatigue, physical energy, and physical fatigue may have unique but overlapping gut bacteria profiles. So they go on to say that although the study is conclusive, what they aren't sure of is if your personality, like if you change your personality, does it change the, uh, the biomes? Mm in your gut or if you change the biomes first, can you affect the personality from that point? And I think that's an interesting, interesting question to ask. If you, if you um, just have an optimistic personality, like we talked about earlier, and you just believe that things are going well, do you just have a healthy gut um, anyway? Or if you're just walking around, you're constantly sad and fatigued. If you started eating healthy foods, would that, change your personality without you having to do anything else i think it's a really interesting question um my thoughts are as you are changing your energy so it would probably most likely be you changing changes the gut bacteria versus the gut bacteria being replaced by or changing because of something I don't know. I've tried to take like the, uh, what's the, the morning or the daily, um, probiotic. Yeah. The probiotic and they just make me feel really not good. I don't know. Have you taken them before? No, no. Yeah. Are you, do you take vitamins every day? No, I used to, but I just got out of the habit. So I haven't really. Yeah. I don't, uh, I mean, if you look up how the vitamins are made, and, you know, it switches back and forth on, you know, they I, like, I don't know if vitamin cells are down. So they put out the opposite information again, but yeah, the absorption of a vitamin is not good from my understanding of it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. If you take it and it's not like you're eating a piece of chicken and your body's breaking it down 
and you know it's going through all these things to absorb, absorb the nutrients it's just going through like your a, system it's like a bullet it's just like yeah right right straight through you yeah so i'm thinking no not good but there's there's articles for both of it but if i thought it was good would that mean that it would be good for me and then Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing that I take is a is a green super <laughs> is a green superfood powder. I do that in my protein shake every day, and yeah. it's it's just like two servings of vegetables in one scoop. Yeah. Even though I I eat a cup or two of vegetables anyway, as part of yeah. my normal diet, I like that extra kind of dose of, um, you know, nutrients or superfood. Become a part of the Unscrewed Mind by following us on Twitter. Instagram and YouTube at Unscrewed Mind. Also, feel free to email Rusty and I. Our address is unscrewedmind at gmail.com. Tell us what you thought of the show, pitch a subject for a future show, or just say hi. And until next time, stay grateful.